Good morning and welcome, or afternoon, if that might be the case. Uh, this is the initial episode of the Tesla Q podcast. Uh, this is being recorded on the final day of the year 2018, uh, December 31st, obviously. Uh, so, Tesla Q podcast. Why does Tesla Q need a podcast? What is Tesla Q? Why does a Twitter thing need a a podcast, uh, a Twitter community, I should say. Well, uh, there, there are several reasons. One being, uh, as Elon Musk has said, Twitter is a war zone, a battleground where wars are fought uh, for the hearts and minds of various ideas. Uh, I agree. It is a bit of a war zone. Uh, there are tons and tons of opinions on Twitter. Uh, Different communities can spread up. Uh, Tesla Q is one particular community that I have been following closely for the past approximately five to five to seven months, uh, and it has uh, it's grown a lot because of Elon Musk. Actually, uh, the the people that are part of Tesla Q Twitter are not as mean spirited as as Elon would have you to believe, especially myself, I consider myself to be a, a nice, friendly person. And that's, uh, that's going to be a hallmark of this podcast is that it will be, uh, not mean spirited, not defamatory towards Tesla or Elon Musk. It'll be congenial. Um, so another reason that I think a podcast is appropriate for Tesla Q is that Twitter is not the best place to to document a timeline of events, uh, you know, for the first however many years of Twitter, you had a 140 character limit per tweet. Uh, that's recently been raised to 280 over the last year year or so. But still, you can only fit so much into a tweet stream. Uh, for anybody new to the the whole Tesla saga and why people would be rooting for Tesla so strongly or against Tesla so strongly, seemingly. Uh, telling somebody with no background on the, in, on, the, on the topic to just go to Twitter and search for Tesla Q and Tesla, dollar sign Tesla Q and dollar sign Tesla, with, without the E, of course, because it's the stock symbols. Uh, that wouldn't be a good way to introduce them to the saga. Uh, so the, the purpose of this podcast will be uh, as time goes along forward, looking forward to document some of the, the timeline aspects of the whole Tesla situation. Uh, the, the goal will not be to retroactively go back back in time and document the entire past timeline of Tesla, although past things will certainly come up uh, as we go along, especially the, the big big ticket items like the Sure, the Solar City acquisition will come into play. Uh, the capital raise associated closely time-wise with the Model Three reveal, I'm sure, will be discussed at some point. Um, but uh, back to the the whole the the glue that binds together the Tesla Q side of Twitter is that there's a lot of people that are simply skeptical of the Tesla business model. Uh, you know, people people that are so pro Tesla would ask, 
why are all these people so mean? Why do they hate Elon? Why do they hate Tesla? Why do they want to continue having emissions into the atmosphere from transportation? And I would say that almost all those things are probably, for the most part, false about 90% of Tesla Q Twitter, probably more. In fact, I would venture to say that Tesla Q Twitter on the whole, is more knowledgeable about the overall picture of emissions worldwide across all uses of energy, not just transportation, uh, than the pro-Tesla people. So I would say that they're not, Tesla Q is not mean. We don't particularly hate Elon. Uh, We're just skeptical of the business model. And we have seen signs at as I alluded to with the uh, the opening little song there, uh, there have been many signs that we're not sure that the business model is sustainable as it has been run so far. So with that said, um, this podcast will serve as a place to document some of the some of the things that seem suspect or sus if you uh, prefer Elon speak. Uh, one other aspect of Tesla Q Twitter, which I'll just go ahead and mention now, is that there are many, many inside jokes and that that go along with Tesla, Tesla and Tesla Q Twitter, uh, that they've been built along the way, like uh, the good old scoops from Charlie Gasparino, and his uh, continual calling of the Tesla Bears as living in their mother's basements and eating hot pockets, um, and. Some some members of Tesla Q Twitter have have taken up that mantle and and proudly joked along that they their mother let them do this or that or they enjoyed their hot pockets or they're going to use their hot pocket money to buy bankruptcy puts or whatever. Um, so there's a lot of inside jokes. Uh, if again, if you sent somebody fresh with no background on the matter to Twitter, they would probably not know what in the world was going on. Uh, so. I'll try to explain some of those as they go along. Uh, so th- this will serve as a bit of an info repository, information repository, so that uh, somebody who's fresh off the street will better understand why there are these people so skeptical of Tesla. Uh, some things about the podcast uh, that I'll go ahead and mention it will not be, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm working off a, a note sheet here and my handwriting is terrible. Uh, another reason for the podcast is to provide an outlet for me. Uh, seems like on a lot of, a lot of weekdays, there could be up to two to three or four hours worth just of reading on Twitter of information without doubling up on on items, uh, just on Tesla. I don't spend that much time a lot of days, but some days I do. Uh, so part of what I'll, what this will be, will just be a, an outlet for me so that it, so that everything's not rattling around my head all the time. And it just gets out into hopefully a condensed format. Uh, this podcast will also serve as a check on my own sanity, just to make sure that, that my, Skepticism towards Tesla is not completely outlandish. Uh, obviously, there's the potential for confirmation bias, 
and Tesla Q Twitter being an echo chamber. I acknowledge that. Uh, I'll try to counterbalance. Uh, I'll try to give the other side of the coin and tell why a news item might actually be good news for Tesla if if I can think of a, a way. Um, so I'll try to try to be as balanced as possible and nice and mean, not mean spirited. Uh, I want this podcast to be family friendly so I could send a link to my mom and she could listen to it and, and not be appalled by any bad language or anything. That's part of why I picked the five man electric band version of the song signs rather than the Tesla, the band version. Uh, cause they're, the five man electric band is blocking out the scenery. Whereas the Tesla version is something else for the scenery. Um, I'll leave that to you to look up if you desire. It's not that hard to figure out. Um, Another reason for this podcast is to provide a very slight counterbalance to all of the pro-Tesla self-publishing industry. Uh, if you're, you may have come across Hyperchange. It's a YouTube channel where uh, a guy named Galileo Russell is very pro-Tesla. Uh, there's uh, the online uh, blog or news sites like Inside EVs about electric vehicles. Uh, there's Clean Technica. They they often provide a lot of pro Tesla coverage, uh, and also Electric is often pretty pro Tesla. Although I'll give Fred Lambert some credit, he has he has called Elon out at times, uh, like with the uh, five thousand dollar discount for the performance version. I think that uh, Fred was pretty upset that the early adopters who had paid five thousand dollars more weren't were getting. Uh, shafted by that uh, price drop. And I think Elon has uh, actually provided some refunds for that. So that's that was a good good thing that happened. Uh, so this is uh, this is my first attempt at a podcast, so I apologize for any stuttering or uh, audio quality issues or anything. Uh, I've, I've thought about doing a podcast of some sort for quite some time and Tesla Q has finally prompted me to go ahead and, and try try my hand at it. So bear with, bear with me, pun not intended, as uh, I'm learning on the go. Um, hopefully as we go along, the quality of these will get better with time. So don't, don't be too harsh with this initial episode. A uh, few things about me. Uh, I tend towards techno optimism, so I generally believe that technology can do a lot of things to make the world better. Uh, I, I think we could have a high energy world without copious amounts of emissions. Uh, there's a particular primary energy source that I think could do that. Uh, if you want to, I'll probably t- talk more about it in the future. Uh, there's a lot of political aspects associated with that energy source that have hindered it over time and a lot of misunderstanding. Uh, But I don't believe that we have to have energy austerity. I think that we can use lots of energy and power a planet of 10 billion people approximately and feed everyone uh, and everyone have enough energy. There's a lot of changes that'll have to happen for that to be the case. But that, that's my general bent, 
And also my bent investing wise is towards being long the equity of good companies. Um, so that's kind of where I'm coming from. So for me to, to be skeptical of Tesla, it's not, not really my natural or my, not, not the way that I would just naturally be. In fact, I was a, a big fan of Tesla for much of their early history. Uh, I first heard about them in uh, the summer of 2005 when I, it was when I first heard about the Roadster and it sounded incredibly cool to me. Uh, the Model S is a, a great car. Apparently I would gladly drive one if, if it made sense in my budget. Uh, but Model 3, not maybe not quite as good as the Model S. Um, but just that's a little bit of background on me. Um, so the focus, the focus of Tesla Q Twitter in general, or the, the thing that binds everything together is that it's about Tesla the business, not about EVs. It's not about wanting to keep burning oil or anything like that. It's about whether Tesla as a business can be sustainable. And the reason that so many people are skeptical is that in Tesla's history, they've had a profitable quarter for three quarters out of something like 50. I, I don't have the numbers right in front of me at presently, but almost every quarter of Tesla's history, they've lost money. Uh, they've had... I don't know how many rounds of capital raises, something greater than 10 if you count debt and equity. So there's just a lot of lot of reason for skepticism historically. One thing that will cause many people in Tesla Q Twitter to give up on their bare thesis is if Tesla can produce uh, sustainable profits to the point that they could actually fund their future product development out of their own cash flows. That would be, that would be what would cause me to, to stop being so skeptical towards Tesla. Um, as far as this podcast goes, it could die off if Tesla is able to achieve that and be wildly profitable and successful. Uh, there may not be any reason for me to continue this podcast. Uh, Another thing that could happen with the future of the podcast is to simply discuss other overvalued companies. They may not even necessarily have any aspects that seem fraudulent or anything. Uh, they may just be overvalued. So I may it may morph into just a more of a general financial business related podcast. Uh, as it goes along, I'm sure I'll discuss SpaceX and the Boring Company and probably Neuralink, as those are so closely aligned with Elon Musk. And as the news article about two weeks ago came out, uh, there are some some uh, f monies apparently that go between the companies, uh, whether the investors in the companies know it or not. Uh, so I'm sure those will come up at times. Uh, I definitely would like to see SpaceX succeed in a lot of ways. I'd, I'm not sure if it's possible for SpaceX to succeed to succeed if Tesla fails just due to the intertwinement of the finances of Elon Musk himself and everything and how how much both businesses rely on on him as a single entity um, so that's just a few things to start off with um, 
let me look at my notes here. Uh, I think I covered everything that I had written down. So now I'll move over to my my other Twitter notes. All right, so this will be a, a summary of different Tesla-related items. Uh, hopefully it'll be relatively organized. Hopefully uh, the audio quality will be good, good enough to, to listen to. You may want to listen at a faster speed if you're like me with a lot of podcasts. Oh yeah, uh, some slight inspiration for this podcast is from the Quote the Raven podcast. Uh, Chris Irons is the host there. He's mentioned several times uh, when he's done episodes about Tesla that his podcast is not intended to be a Tesla podcast. Uh, This one is intended to be Tesla-centric, although it may eventually venture to other other areas as as deemed appropriate um, but it may talk about some other loosely related financial Twitter stuff hashtag fintwit is uh, often used to refer to the financial Twitter um, as I said this will be a timeline um, hopefully a better starting point for people who may not understand why People would be rooting against Tesla, um, more rooting against the business model as it has been uh, undertaken so far to date. Oh yeah, the uh, the lack of any thirty five thousand dollar Model Three to date that's uh, that's part of why Tesla Q Twitter exists. As of now, there is no sponsorship for the podcast, no Patreon at the outset. That could change in the future if there's any demand for it. The plan for the podcast will be to have about three to four episodes per week and episodes to be about 10 to 15 minutes on average. Uh, I don't want to, I don't have time to make a longer form podcast and you probably don't have time to listen to the longer form podcast, but the, the news flow with Tesla is such that there should be more content than I could possibly want to cover in, in that time frame. Um, and that, that covers my my notes there. Um, as I mentioned, today is December 31st, 2018. Uh, I haven't looked at the price lately today, but last time I checked, it looked like the bump price bump from uh, Larry Ellison being named to the board has started to fade for the most part. Uh, yeah, Tesla's down 2.3% on the day to 326.20. So it looks like the new director's bump has exhausted itself and Tesla is probably going to mostly trade with the market, although I, don't, I haven't even paid attention to what the greater market's doing today. But last week, prior to the bump from the, the director's announcement, it was basically just trading with the general market. Um, I think that may pretty much cover it for this initial episode so as i said this is going to be a timeline or information repository for things that are on tesla q twitter that might be more accessible to a a newbie to the tesla story and also um the idea one one thing that the podcast could develop into is maybe to be a, a summary for someone who doesn't have time to scroll through their whole Twitter feed on a given day. Uh, so hopefully they could get the high points. Uh, assuming I have time to 
distill everything down to only the high points. But with Tesla, who knows? It's a it's a crazy, crazy company to follow. And I guess we'll see what happens with it. Uh, the qu- quarter four production and delivery announcement should be coming on Wednesday, January 2nd. So we'll see what happens with that. And with that, uh, sorry for any any bad quality aspects of this initial episode. And we'll see you with the next one. Goodbye.